0: Welcome to this week's episode of Financial Planning Explained. I'm your host, Mike Meninger, certified financial planner and owner and founder of Menninger and Associates Financial Planning. Um, what we're gonna be talking about today of the six areas of financial planning is really cash management. And one of the things that I've found is, you know, working with my clients, I always point out, you know, cash management by the book is how much do you make how much do you spend and hopefully you're making more than you're spending, You know, what do you do with the rest? Well, what I always say is the best way to improve is really to take a look at your balance sheet. And you look at your balance sheet, I focus more attention on debt than I do on assets. And that a much surprise as a financial advisor. Everybody thinks building we think, care about our assets. No, debt is the best way to improve your overall financial picture. Is addressing it and basically improving debt. And so that is actually how I came to meet my guest today, Mark. Pleasure to meet you. Thank nice you for coming you. to yeah. my yeah. show.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Mark Bostwick is uh, part of the. I always get this, police and fire federal credit union.
1: Yes, it can be a mouthful sometimes, it like is. police and fire, federal credit. You Right, got I used
0: to try to say Philadelphia in there, and then all yes. of a sudden I'm like, okay. But, you know, so I met Mark. He's what, business development? Um,
1: yeah, yes, so I'm the VP of business development over here in Pennsylvania. Right, okay. Um, been doing it for about five years now.
0: Okay, good. Well, so I met you the one day I happened to be in the branch. Yeah. So, so uh, I have Mark on the show today because, quite frankly, I, I was very impressed not only with mark the day i met him and been working with him since but i've been very impressed by the bank and i'll i can endorse this bank and and i'll share it later but um what have i referred maybe well i'll share it now why wait so (laughs) i had a client approach me one time last year and they said um "Hey, hey mike can you um They were showing me something or telling me, hey, I'm thinking about refinancing and so on and so forth. And they can do this loan at no fees. And not using the exact same words, I said, baloney. I said, there's no such thing. I said, I don't believe it. You know, and and she comes back. She says, well, you know, they told me no fees. I'm like, okay, great. And I said, baloney. And then she comes back and shows me the rate sheet or whatever you guys call it, the, yeah. the thing that you give out. Right. And lo and behold, you know, I stand corrected and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize there was such an animal. Yeah. And um, subsequent to that, which was about one year ago, I'm guessing I probably referred 25 people over to you, including my most neglected client. You know who my most neglected client is? Who's that? Who's that? This guy right (laughs) here. Yourself, right. Oh my gosh, yes. So, you know, I refinanced and lo and behold, it was absolutely correct. I mean, it took a 30-year mortgage that um, originally had it three and seven-eighths and knocked it down to a 20-year mortgage, or I don't remember what it was, and substantially, and I caught the bottom. I caught the bottom in rates last year. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know. Usually when it comes to luck, luck in my name don't go in the same sentence typically. (laughs) So um, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I went from a 30-year mortgage two years in to a 15-year mortgage and my payment only went up by 100 bucks mm-hmm. yeah i'm overpaying it but still right. 100 bucks and take it from 28 to 15 years a no-brainer right. no-brainer so anyway t- tell me more about PFFCU.
1: so uh we're police and fire federal credit union like you mentioned earlier right um we're a not-for-profit full-service financial organization uh we're based out of philadelphia Um, We've been in business since 1938, yeah. uh, and it all started, it was a one-person shop, right, on the the, the streets of Broad and Locust Street in Center City, Philadelphia. okay. Um, And really what it was for, it was for police officers and firefighters to have a trusted place to really, you know, save their money and borrow. Right. Um, And, you know, as it stands today, you fast forward 83 years, um, we have close to 360,000 members that we help over the, the Philadelphia region. Um, uh, we're about six point seven uh, billion in, in assets right now.. Okay. And we don't just help police officers and firefighters, but also you know their family members and their coworkers right. and their friends. Uh, and we've really grown over the years. Um, we have seventeen branches right now throughout the Philadelphia area, right. uh, in the city, uh, in the suburban counties. And then we also have three branches here in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in Morristown. Uh, Morristown. Morris Morristown. Morristown. Yep, uh, and Washington Township. Okay. So, you know, we we tend to offer you know best in class interest rates um, on loans. Right. Okay. And you know, we're going to be able to to pay you higher yields than your traditional financial organization.
0: Right. Well, you know, well, I remember I used to say, I love credit unions are yeah. basically, you know, banks that give back the profits. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, that's that's basically. It, it, wouldn't you say it's very simply the difference between a credit union and a, and a traditional bank is that credit unions are...
1: What? Right. We're, we're, we're not for profit. You know, right. We are owned and, and we're operated by our members. So um, you know, the profits that we realize, we tried to get back to our member base and right. again, higher yields on savings accounts and CDs and then lower interest rates on lending, lower fees in general or no fees, like you mentioned earlier. Um, so that's the big difference. Um, you know, some other financial organizations, such as banks, they're uh, for profit. Right. Okay. And they're, um, you know, they're generating profits for their, their shareholders. shareholders.
0: Right. So right. That's and, the major difference. Well, it's a big difference because of the yeah. fact that, um, the large banks, you know, I know if you're a public corporation, that there's a whole lot of accounting and all kinds of garbage that you have to go through for reporting to shareholders and quarterly. I actually worked for a company once where we went public, and it's remarkable how stringent and how short-sighted they became when they became a public corporation. Right, Right. So, now, what is the relationship? And, And if there isn't one, that's fine. But I thought I heard someone once say... If you read it on the internet it must be true right <laughs> exactly, right? exactly. Wikipedia, no right? but i thought i heard somebody once say that there's like i don't want to say partnership but there's a relationship that if you're if you belong to one credit union that you can
1: do banking with other credit unions is that true so, or so there is something called a, a co-op or shared banking that not all credit unions participate in this mike but um you're right you know where the credit union participates so if you're a member of credit union a you can walk into credit union B and do deposits, pay loans and do transactions um, from your membership with credit union A, okay? Um, Just because you're a credit union does not mean you participate in this co-op or this shared credit union world. Well, wait a minute.
0: I didn't know that. Yes. So, So if my PFFCU closest branch is it near me and and i'll give the example because king of prussia is the closest right. branch but you guys were down after a situation there yeah. we had to do a remodel right. and so i ended up having to go like 30 minutes to another branch are you saying that when i wanted to make
1: a deposit or something like that i could have just gone to a local other credit union so so we don't participate in this co-op oh, okay. but a lot of other credit unions do um okay. for, for the members um we're very well positioned throughout the philadelphia region like i right. said 17 branches Um, So we don't participate in that uh, program. But um, if you look at credit unions as a whole, we're all interacting with each other. We're all member-focused. We're all not-for-profit. So we all have the same goals in mind, and that's to help the members. Okay.
0: Okay. Fair enough. So I'm glad you said that because now at least I didn't didn't
1: go further. Yeah, don't (laughs) walk into another credit union. I want
0: to pay my loan. Yeah, what loan? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay. Well, I guess then... I must have read that on the internet. Yes, right. Not <laughs> so, so the banking model really uh, doesn't change. I mean, so so maybe you can help me with the banking model. This is how I understand the banking model. Is and it's not. You know, people like complain about banks and stuff like that. But the practicality matters. Everybody's there to make money. But right. the good news is that you know the the credit union really returns their profits back to the shareholders. Um, Which, by the way, I'm going off track, when you referenced that, you guys have this thing where you give money back at the end of the year. You want to share that
1: little program that I was shocked by when I walked into your bank one day? It's a great program, Mike. Uh, It's called the Member Bonus Program. And we've implemented this in 2018. Okay. Okay. And since 2018, we've returned uh, $61 million dollars back to the member base, okay? And the way it works is, you know, we take a look at every single member, okay? Every member is eligible to receive up to $1,000 back at the end of the year. And the way we calculate that is, uh, you know, interest paid for that year, um, interest earned, and then courtesy overdrafts paid as well. So we're returning a portion of our profits back to every single member. And then usually at the end of the year, members can expect to see a deposit right into their account.
0: Right. I know. That's what happened to me in yeah. December. You're like, hey, you just got 228 bucks. I'm like, what for? Yeah. And you told me about it. I was like, man, I was like, I only just got my mortgage in October yeah.
1: or, or September or something like that. Yeah. That's a beautiful it's thing. It's a great program. $21 million was returned last year during a pandemic, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, Well, but think about
0: it. If if you're, if you're a not-for-profit and you are, in fact, for the members, well, guess what? That's, that's how you do it. Exactly. That's how you give it back. You're and you exactly give it right. back to the members who are really contributing to the bank. And how are they contributing to the bank? Through loan payments. So if right. I only had a savings account and a checking account, then I wouldn't
1: receive any money back then? Right. You're, you're more than likely not going to receive as much money back. But remember, interest that you earned, we're going to give you a portion... Percentage of that as well. So oh,
0: okay, like a bonus. Yeah. Okay. So if
1: you have like certain like auto loans and credit cards and you're paying interest uh, during that time frame, of course you're going to see a larger um, member bonus deposit at the end of the year for months.
0: So you referenced auto loans. I'm going off. Fifth. Yeah. So if I wanted to go buy a car, you know, a lot of people will go to the dealership and the dealership will offer them, you know, whatever. Um, are your rates competitive with the dealerships? Better?
1: Comparable? What? How would you say? Uh, comparable. And in fact, a lot of dealerships offer police and fire credit union uh, because our rates are so low. Uh, but yes, you could walk into the branch or call our call center and apply for an auto loan. Um, offer very competitive and low rates. And they qualify for the member bonus. Right. Um, and yeah, if you go to the dealership, you could fi- more than likely finance your car through us, depending on which dealership you're, you're working with.
0: So... So, if someone's going to the to buy a car, do they call the bank first, apply, and all that fun stuff? Because you got to be on the spot. If I'm buying the car today, that loan's got to be approved today. I'm just trying to understand this. You know, I'm going to buy a car, and you go through that whole hassle. With, Let me go back to my manager and all yeah, that. Yeah. Right. That. Right. So, so. How do I say I want you to run it through the credit union, and what do they do? They do it, the and how does that work?
1: So basically, you know, my preference personally is you, you go in to one of our branches or call the member service number. We could um, you can submit the application for approval. Uh, obviously, we'll pull your credit and get you qualified. And then, what would happen in that situation? We would give you a, a blank check. It's called an auto draft. Okay. Okay. Up to the, the approved limit. Okay. Uh, and then you will walk into the dealership knowing you have your financing in place and you would present that check. You would write the check for the, the, really? the price. right? So that's the way it works. So you All have right. some neg- negotiating power, right? If you're uh, approved through the branch or through the call center for $30,000, let's just say, um, you know, you're dealing with cash to the dealership. Right. Right. And then you can write the check out for whatever you guys settle for. Right. So
0: what I do is I try to buy that thirty-two thousand dollars car for thirty grand. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. All you have is thirty thousand. Right? Oh, that's all I got, dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> but either way, you know, we'll be able to provide you some some very good interest rates, whether through the dealership or directly through us.
0: Interesting. All right. I didn't know you can do that. Now, yeah. do you do
1: only new cars? Do you do used cars also? We do. We do both. Okay. We do new vehicles, used vehicles. Um, obviously, the, the, the older the, the year-making model uh, of the vehicle, the the rate would be higher. Higher. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because of the asset. You know, um, but, yeah, we're offering very low rates on, on both sides of the house. So. I
0: heard, too, one time, I think I was looking for a car for someone, and— whoever it was that we were talking to their bank or whatever it was um they wouldn't offer a loan for a car older than a certain age is that sort of nationwide bank-wide
1: it is it's all risk-based you know vehicles are depreciating depreciating asset right so uh you know all banks or credit unions or lenders would more than likely have a cutoff Right, um, like based eight, on the, years, eight yeah. years or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Right. Maybe
0: seven years, something like that. Couldn't buy it, couldn't finance right. a used car. And I would imagine, too, that if the car is six years old, you're not going to give me a six-year loan. You're probably going to trim the length of the loan down, aren't you?
1: Right, yeah. exactly. I figured that. Okay,
0: and then you're still using the, the vehicle as collateral, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Now, what is the minimum credit score one would need to get a car loan,
1: you know, we really evaluate every member um, specifically. So we we take a look at many different aspects. Um, so I can't give you the exact credit score that we look for, right? Um, but we try to do what's best for the member. Uh, we look at the big, you know, the, the big picture, uh, and try to you know approve everybody that we can based on many different factors.
0: Well, sure. Okay. Well, believe it or not, we're up against break already. Okay. So um, stay tuned. We'll be back with you in just a few moments. Have you saved enough for retirement? Are you financially prepared for an emergency or unexpected event? Have you thought about your financial future? Hi, I'm Mike Menager, founder of Manager and Associates Financial Planning. For over 20 years, we have been answering our clients' questions just like these as we develop unique and comprehensive financial plans tailored to meet their needs. When addressing your financial plan, we incorporate your entire financial picture, including taxes, estate planning, as well as investment planning and retirement planning. So call us today for a complimentary, no obligation consultation.
1: Unique approach to financial planning.
0: Welcome back to Financial Planning Explained, and I'm here with my guest, Mark Bostwick with the, I'm going to, I just struggle Let's with, go with P-F-F-C-U. Yeah, there you PFFCU. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Every time I do it, I, go, I feel like I, I got to relearn how to talk and everything else like that. So um, as I indicated, uh, you know, Mark's the business development director over there at uh, the PFFCU. Here we go again. Yeah. So what do you do in your role?
1: So our department is, we take the credit union uh, outside of, of the branches, okay? And we go out to, you know, we have a 1,000-plus groups we work with, not just police departments and fire companies, but many other groups, companies, associations. Right, really? uh, We do, yeah. We, we go out and we help uh, the employees or the people associated with that organization with their banking needs. So we have a, a small group of business development officers um, that will go out throughout the region and work very closely with, um, you know, these decision makers and these leaders of these companies and groups. Okay. okay. Um, and
0: so are you one of them or are you the leader of them?
1: Both. Both. It's a unique role where I'm a player coach. Um, there you go. So, which I, I, I love it. I like to roll my sleeves up and, and get right in the middle of it. And, you know, in fact, tomorrow I have a, an event to go to uh, down at the shipyard in Philadelphia. So um, I like to lead by example, personally, yeah. always been that way. Um, so I, I lead a team, and I also
0: yeah, okay. do, do the job How many well. people
1: on a team? Um, so we have right now three over in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, and we have uh, two over here in Pennsylvania with, uh, with an opening. Um, okay. And we all report up to the Senior Vice President uh, of Business Development. So you... Hang your hat in King of Prussia. Or that's where I saw you that day. I do. I okay. do. I hang my hat in King of Prussia. I live in Westchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a short drive up 202. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm usually there, but I'm more frequently in the field throughout the whole region.
0: Okay, and both basically almost exclusively go into branches, or do you actually go to the business owners?
1: Go to business owners. Um, do a lot of community events. A lot of financial wellness, uh, like you know, educating people in the community about finances. So. We do it all. You actually, I hear. will actually even
0: travel to New Jersey to jump on a set and get on a TV show. Exactly. That's what somebody told me to you'd do.
1: It's worth a commute, Mike.
0: <laughs> so I was talking about the banking model, okay? And you know, people wonder how do banks make money? You know, it's like all businesses make money, and they're in business to make money, even though you return the profits back to the share uh, to the members. Okay, which is almost like uh, insurance companies. You've got the public insurance companies, and you've got the, uh, called the private ones. The USAA is one of them. MetLife used to be one. It became public. But you guys are a credit union. You return all the profits. So the banking model has always been um, um, I deposit my money. And I know this isn't the interest rate in today's interest rate environment. I get like 0.0000 something percent. But yeah, I, I contribute to the bank. I put it in savings. I earn 1%. And then you turn around and you lend money to businesses for whatever at, say, 5%. And basically the bank makes that 4%. But there are rules that say how much of your assets you can lend, aren't there?
1: Like your reserve
0: requirements. So about how much, like for instance, you said 10000000000 billion. Let's just say it's whatever that number is. How much, if that's the assets you hold, that's basically everybody's deposits, right? Right. Okay. So out of that, you have, how much are you allowed to lend? That's a good question. Do you know the answer? I do not know the question
1: (laughs) to that. I'll be very transparent.
0: Uh, That's fine. I didn't know if you knew that. I mean, so basically, I do know banks have what's called reserve requirements. Right. And uh, insurance companies have reserve requirements. And the thing is, is what that does is it makes it so that uh, if everybody did a run on the bank that they have at least a lot of money, but not enough of it to be able to have everybody running a bank. But don't they also take some of their money and deposit it with the government or something like that?
1: So, Or buy bonds with it or? So you talk about the banking model. The way we're kind of structured is our philosophy and our, our rate and our fee structure. We're, we're very clear and transparent yeah, with, yeah. Our, with our members. Um, and you know I can tell you that our fee structure is going to be very competitive in the industry. Oh,
0: yeah, I know it is. Um, I know it is.
1: So, you know, outside of that, you know. Yeah, it's the banking but Exactly. Model. Exactly. Right. Okay. So what happens? Um,
0: you know, what impact? How do you respond? Um, we are in and have been for most of last year into now in a rising interest rate environment. Right. Um, therefore, as a result, and, and for anybody who knows, just because you know, mortgages are crazy right now. We know that, not just mortgages, right. I'm sorry, the housing market. The housing market is just ridiculous right now. But um, people don't understand a lot of times what it means to be in a rising interest rate environment. You have the general interest rates which is often referred to as the 10-year treasury, mm-hmm. okay? And the Treasury treasury has been rising, but then people think, what about the federal government? The federal government says, ah, we're gonna raise rates by a quarter percent. The two are very different, and it's the home equity line of credit which is impacted when the Fed says, we're raising rates a quarter percent, their rate goes up by the, a quarter percent, rate, right. exactly, that's the variable rate, which all banks do the same thing. They're all based on the, the prime, Right. so a lot of people think that, but what we're in the middle of is a rising interest rate environment where you can actually then, even though the federal government has said that they're not going to raise rates until 2023, and I'll believe it when I see it, yeah. um, because I don't believe it. but. The rising interest rate environment we are in basically results in what? You guys have no choice but to raise the loan rates as well as savings.
1: Exactly. So yields will be higher uh, on deposits and CDs. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on the flip side, like the the lending we're going to be able to offer members are going to follow. The rates are going to be a little bit higher as well uh, in that that, that scenario. But um, research done by the NCUA, which is the National Credit Union Administration, Shows that you know credit unions are more you know, willing to to do more business and, and lending wise uh, in a time of crisis, so hmm. i don 't know if you knew that, but no, I didn't. it's an interesting interesting statement so but yeah, the yields will be higher, and so will interest rates on loans
0: give me an example of a crisis <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> i don't know what 's a pandemic yeah Maybe how much
1: time do you have
0: <laughs> so so what other you know, I know what you guys have had going on for a while um, the the no fee what I was referencing is that you're basically not charging a fee for someone to do it, what they refer to as an express refi. Right. But is that something that is a temporary program right now?
1: Uh, no. So we, we always have express refinancing, um, which are you know terms 20, 15, or 10-year right. uh, refinancing options. Um, it, it's It's been around since I've been here, which has been five years. Um, you know, it's little to, to no closing costs. Right. Um, which is very competitive. Rates are very, always Extreme, very competitive.
0: No closing costs is extremely competitive <laughs> it, it, because it, it's a no-brainer. It less than zero, right?
1: It's a no-brainer, right? Um, and you know, again, the, the member bonus as well. So you're you're paying nothing or very little to do the refinance. Right. You're getting a competitive interest rate,
0: and, and you get something back.
1: Right. Not, not a bad deal, right? Right. So. Um, We really, again, I can't stress it enough. We're member focused. Uh, We want to take great care of our members. We've been doing so for for a long time.
0: Well, I will have you know, um, you know, obviously I dipped my toe in the water and I've had nothing but positive feedback from every single one of my um, folks, clients that I've referred over to you guys. And by the way, thank you for that. That's important because it's a reflection on me when I refer business you know, to anybody. I don't care who it is. If I'm referring someone, uh, it's really important because it's, it's a reflection on me. You know, I want to make sure that you guys are doing a good job and making sure that you're taking care of my clients when I send them over. So we got a few minutes to go. Is there anything that you think that we haven't talked about today that you'd like to? Um,
1: so no, I mean, we're, we're, the credit union is doing a lot of great things. We've We've, uh, we've expanded uh, over the last three or four years, adding a lot of different branches uh, in the s- suburban areas. Um, you know, we're very proud of that. Um, we've actually won. A- we got recognized by Forbes magazine last year. Oh, really? For one of the best credit unions in Pennsylvania. Nice. Um, also, we were uh, best of the best in 2020 uh, in multiple categories. Uh, it was banks, credit unions, financial services, mortgage lenders. Hey, watch it now. Yeah, right, right, right. What Um, did you say? For the Bucks County Courier Times and then the Burlington County Times as well. So very proud of that, and, you know, um, we hope to continue to do great things.
0: Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I think that's great. Well, you know, you've demonstrated it to me, um, to me and all of my clients, and I think that's great. You know, what I would like for you to do is to take a moment and look into the camera and that one over there and basically tell people how they may be able to get a hold of you now i don't know do they call you or do they call the i always send people to you because i know you'll shuffle it and push it to wherever it is but should they
1: call you or should they call the main number yeah feel free to reach out to me directly um i don't know if they're going to put my information on the screen but uh, my cell phone is 443-735 1422 um call that any anytime uh if you want to talk to our member service number right in ben salem uh that number is 215-931-0300 that's the
0: main number it is and so one of the things that i found is very easy i don't remember the darn number pffcu.org you know that's what i always did to punch in yeah you know I look at the rates uh, you know rates are moving you know and and you know they're moving up slightly but they're still extraordinarily competitive and you know forget competitive from your credit union right. to the next credit union to the bank we are in the lowest historical interest rate environment I mean, think, remember, I do remember, but 30 years ago, interest rates, people were getting mortgages for 16, 18, 20%. Yeah. That was before my time for mortgages. But boy, I'll tell you, you know.
1: But what was savings account? What were they paying out? Oh, yeah, account? I know, 12, 13, yeah, 14%. Yeah, right, 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 right.
0: I remember a friend of mine was saying, yeah, you know what? He says, uh, I remember when I refinanced my mortgage at 12%, and I was jumping for joy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, all right, you wait until you put up a... Under three, something that starts with a two on a mortgage, (laughs) you're going to be smiling and laughing. So anyway, thanks for coming on my show. Thanks for having me. So, you know, as I was pointing out, you know, why do I refer the bank? Well, I refer to the bank because of the fact that they're a solution for a lot of financial planning that we do. I mean, you know, as I indicated, one of the most important things that you can do is to improve your debt. And so by improving debt, basically what you're doing is you're either trimming the amount of years it is to take off the pay or takes to pay off a particular loan and or reducing the amount of interest. And also with the tax law changes today, for all intents and purposes, unless you have a gigantic mortgage, uh, most married people actually are not itemizing deductions. So therefore, the interest on your mortgage is not being itemized. Story for another day. But it's important to really get your arms around your debt. And if you can consolidate your debt, even including refinancing your mortgage at a substantially lower rate and for a shorter period of time, and most notably be able to pull this off for little to no costs, I can tell you, this is a tool that we use as financial planners all the time. So uh, thank you for joining our show this week and Hope you had a good time and we will see you next week. Thanks again for coming, Mark. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All right.